0: Hi, and welcome. This is Latrice Bartley, founder of Purposefully Living, where your passion meets God's purpose. I believe God created you for a purpose. So why not purposefully live every day of your life by embracing your uniqueness and walking in the fullness of who Christ created you to be. Good morning, it is Mindset Monday. My name is Latrice Bartley with Purposeful Living and I am here to encourage you in the word of the Lord. Um, I just wanna welcome you to today's episode of encouragement. Listen, Mindset Monday is my opportunity to get you fit to get you focused, intentional, and tenacious about God first, goal second. And so whether you are listening to the replay, you're on the podcast, YouTube channel, welcome. It is such a privilege. It's an honor to bring you a smile, to bring you the word of the Lord, to bring you encouragement and so that's all i'm about getting fit y'all because i like to say so often um many of you know i love to run i love to exercise and so it's so easy to focus on this external body but we have to do the inside-out work, right? Allow the word of God to permeate, to cleanse us, to renew our minds, to transform us, and that's a lifelong process of sanctification, amen? Holiness, listen, those words that we don't hear that much. So I always say, I don't care who, who's welcome, who is this podcast for? It's the beginning of the year, so let me just say a couple things. You know, who is it for if you're breathing, If you're living, whether you're male, whether you're female, um, young person, I I have something exciting coming up from a young viewers for those that are under um, 15, you know, listen, it does not matter your age. The word of God is for you. So welcome. I don't care what your background is. I don't care if you are a giant in the corporate world. If you are like me, a homeschool mom trying to get it right and Purposefully live as you raise up these kingdom le- leaders in your house. Whether you're married, you just trying to stay married and honor God, maybe you all of them, right? Add business onto it and ministry leader. It doesn't matter. We have to get fit. God first, goal second. We have to be focused, focused in our faith, intentional tenacious. We can't get weary in doing the things that God has called us to do. We got to be, um, one that will press forward. So let's jump on in. Um, today's encouragement is simple. Become a doer, become a doer. This was on my mind. I I was feeling like I was going to go so many different ways today. And this just kept one of the scriptures I was just meditating on yesterday And I just want to encourage you, um, last week I talked about open up my eyes, that this must become our cry all throughout the year. I'm not sure if I've shared it. I have a prayer group that I shared with them um, that the Lord had spoken to me for me. Um, that this is a year of strategy, and what do I mean? I'm not talking about like you know, the world, you know, everybody got a strategy, right? Level up. Here's the strategy. No, the strategy is in the word of God. I the more I read the word I told my husband the other day, I said, I don't think people understand how much the Bible is a strategy. To the point I started documenting. I literally do have a document called strategies <laughs> because there's just some things that it's just it's so if you will open your eyes, you can see. There are divine strategies, things that we are paying people and trying to figure out. But the reality is we had to align ourselves to the word of God. And that's another topic for another day. So I want to encourage you to become a doer. And the reason this is so important, because when I was speaking last week, I encouraged you to open up your eyes to the wonderful truth that's in this word. And we talked about the story in first Kings when Elisha, was getting ready to be attacked and his servant came out and all he saw was that what that was against them the armies that was coming in and he went to Elisha said what do we do and Elisha began to say open up his eyes Lord so that he can see that there are more with us than there are more with them and then he could see but as I said last week Um, in my study Bible I love that it it just specifically said we must be able to see God's provision and his protection right it's not so much his his provision we love that but sometimes the no sometimes the delays sometimes the setbacks sometimes the, the things that we're wondering while we're waiting we don't know what God is protecting us from we don't know what God is preparing us for so we have to every moment of this year I am giving you I believe a strategy to say open up my eyes I got let off my job open up my eyes to see in this moment as the tears fall my marriages we're in a rough patch and I feel like maybe it's time that I walk open up my eyes before I make a move that I may see what you need me to see not what I want to see not how my feelings say see but God what do you want me to see in this moment. And that has to be all year long. So I bring that back because when we ask God to open our eyes and see, he will navigate us and show us through the word, but we must become a doer because it's so easy to say, Lord, you know, I've been asking and I'm praying and all the things, but that that we read, we must number one, believe. And then number two, we got to obey it, become a doer. And so I want to jump right in and scripture that I'm coming from starting out. I just want to deal with the word of God today. It says it is coming from James 1 verses 22 through 25. And I specifically want to start out in Amplified. And it says, but prove yourselves doers of the word actively and continually obeying God's precepts. What is a doer? Actively and continually obeying God's precepts, and not merely listeners who hear the word but fail to internalize its meaning, deluding yourselves by unsound reasoning contrary to the truth. For if anyone only listens to the word without obeying it, he is like a man who looks very carefully at his natural face in a mirror. For once he has looked at himself and gone away, he immediately forgets what he looked like. But he who looks carefully into the perfect law, the law of liberty, and faithfully abides by it, not having become a careless listener who forgets, but an active doer who obeys, okay, listen and obey, He will be blessed and favored by God in what he does in his life of obedience. And y'all, this is where we're going. Because as we're at the beginning of the year, I shared this. Like I just said, one of the strategies is going to be what? Open my eyes. We have to keep our eyes. There's a scripture in the Bible that says, open my eyes so that I can see the spiritual truths. Um, listen, the reality is we will start out this year doing the fast, doing all the things, putting those things before God. Lord, I want this, Lord. I, I want blessed God. I want you to lead in God. But the Lord said it all begins in the word of God, which is why I stress, get fit. God first goes second, everything you need starts and ends in the word of God. And so if you are lazy, if you do not want to read the word of God, if you just want to capture that little scripture that comes and feel like that's your Bible study, you're not going to make it. I'm being honest. The promises that the Lord have for you. Yes, they are true accessing them is another thing what he said he's already done what he promised is already done but we have to walk by faith we have to walk and align ourselves to the word of god think about that naturally, right? We think about as parents, the Bible talks about this, parents who give good gifts to their children. I think about things that my husband and I are planning for our children. There's things that I want to see happen in their life. But what am I looking at as a parent, even though I have these good things, what I have, they have, but we are not just giving them all things because we want to see some things. We want to see development, maturity, that they are not selfish, that they can handle the blessing, right? Your heavenly father is the same way. He's looking to see, are you obedient? Will you not just listen, but do? As a parent, we want the same thing, right? We don't want to just hear, but if we come in the dishes, not washed, didn't I tell you these are your responsibilities? Why did you not obey? It's the same thing. And so we must become this year a doer. That has the word of God. If you do not read your Bible, if you are too busy, listen, let me go ahead and give you a, like time is not going to avail itself. You must get up and get in the word of God. My days often start 435 in the morning. And anytime I say that to a group of people, they like, "Ooh, no, I couldn't do that. I said the same thing. My mom can tell you, because my mom's been getting up 430 for the last 18 years. And when she used to tell me, I was like, yeah, no, that ain't going to happen. But listen, ain't nothing like a good test in life. That'll get you up in the morning and before your face in the Lord. You will find the time when you start going through. But then it won't just because be because you're going through. You begin to realize this is where my strength, this is where my help. And so this must become a year that you become a doer. You seek after the things of God. Your heart longeth and panteth after the word of God. Otherwise, the fast and the things that you're doing... It's another year, another Mariatrix, another time that God, no, he said, do <laughs> look the, the same thing I told you yesterday, last year, do it. You have to obey his word. We have to be steward and be a good steward to get in the presence of God and really eat, not just listen. But as it says, to become an act of doer, which is to obey. And when we do that, we have a promise. It says then he will be blessed and favored by God in what he does in his life of obedience, not moment life you move slow oh i'm just taking my time oh i know the lord told me that but i'm gonna do it when i get ready you're disobedient and so your blessings your favor is being held up because you're disobedient god said become a doer you know too much and i'm speaking to my believers today you know too much move and be obedient that is what he is requiring of all of us just something yes uh day before yesterday i heard the lord told me to do um to put in an application for something. And I the old me would try to talk myself out of it. I was on my way there. Lord, I shouldn't. Oh, I don't know if I murder. And it was like instantly, I remember I heard radical obedience. What does radical mean? Extreme. Y'all, I was type I so fast I put that thing in, said who I was, what my speaking background what I was done. Like, move. I don't know what the outcome is. That's not for me. He is going to perfect that that concerns me. That's not for me to work. He want to know, will you move? Not you try to figure out why you should move. He said, I said, move. And then as you move, you'll see why I'm telling you to move. Y'all, this is a year of obedience. Hear me. Where we're going is not clarity, and I'm speaking to my believers. Some of us, clarity is stagnation. Oh God, I just need, if you could just, I'm, I'm, I'm fasting for some clarity. No, he said what he said in his word. He said, so you have to just begin to believe and obey. God said, this is a year of courage and courage means I'm going to move in the midst. I don't understand everything, but I have a promise in the word of God. And so I know that my steps are ordered. I know that God is for me and he's navigating me. And the word of God is a lamp unto my path, a path that I got to walk out. So he's not going to illuminate the way and say, that's the step, that's the step, that's the step. And when you get there, no, this is a year where we must trust God. And that trust is built through the word of God. I'm getting a little ahead of myself. So as we go on, one of the things I want to bring out is it says actively and continually obeying him. Okay. A listener. We do not want to be a careless listener who forgets. Like, you heard it on Sunday. I know that's right. And then Monday, it's like, it's gone. Like, what happened to the, I know that's right. You know, it's already gone. He said, no, but we must be an active doer. One who listens and obeys. We do not want to delude ourselves. What does that word mean? Fooling yourself into believing something is true because you want it to be true. Not. Nah. I love my daddy um, always says, don't come and listen to the word for what you want it to be. Listen to it for what it says, like read the word for what it says, not what you want to read into it. Okay. So here's, I want to read it in the message version. I love this. Hear what it says. James 1, 22 through 24. Don't fool yourself into thinking that you are a listener when you are anything but letting the word go in one ear and out the other. Act on what you hear. Hear the word. Act on what you hear. Those who hear and don't act are like those who glance in the mirror, walk away, and two minutes later have no idea who they are. Hear that, what they look like. But here is what 25 says. But whoever catches a glimpse of the revealed counsel of God, the free life, even out of the corner of his eye and sticks with it, It it is no, he will not be a distracted scatterbrain, but a man or woman of action. That person will find delight and affirmation in the action. Y'all better come on. Y'all trying to understand faith. Here, he said, act on it. What we hear this year, we have to move. If he said, go get it straight. If he said, put in the application. If he said, right, move. Stop doubting me, but I have. And what are they going to say? And when I go back to them, they going to think that. You don't know. God said, but on the other side of obedience is a miracle. On the other side of obedience is favor. On the other side. see, you can't get to the other side till you walk. The bridge to get to the blessings, the bridge that you want is obedience, y'all. So hear me what I'm saying. The Bible said it's free life. Okay. He said, if you just catch it and y'all, I literally thought about that. Have you ever just all of a sudden caught something out the corner of your eye and you go, Oh Lord, how long that's been there? He said, that's how I want you to get this word and then act on it. Okay. It says that that person, a man or woman of action, an obedient person, they will find delight and affirmation in the action. Now, I want to jump to... Um, as I'm talking about becoming a doer, we must recognize that the word of God is simply a seed, right? This is why we must become a doer. The gospel being preached or ministered on Sundays, Wednesdays, when you go out in church, it is a seed, but a seed must be watered. It must be watered. You go out there and plant a bunch of stuff. If you don't tend to it, if you don't pick out the weeds, if you don't water it, Nothing is going to grow. Just because you put a bunch of seed out don't mean you're going to get a harvest. You might get a harvest of weeds. You might get a harvest of ugly stuff because you have to make sure that it's in good ground, right? So here's what the word of God says in the New Living Translation. And I want to start here because I want to talk about the word of God as a seed. It says in James 1 and 21, so get rid of all the filth and evil in your lives, and humbly accept the word of God, though accept the word God has planted in your hearts, for it has the power to save your souls. I want to start there. And I'm talking to the believers because one of the things that we must understand this year. That we are going to be held accountable for the word that is in our belly. Many of us are stopped up. We can recall, I know that right, be, We just quote stuff. But we must begin to meditate on this word and let it change our life. Beginning with what it just said. Get rid of the filth. You going to church every Sunday, but you are a cock out liar. You going to church every Sunday, but you are a little hoe. You are going to church every Sunday. You are battling back and forth alcohol- alcoholism, um, pornography. No, come on. get this. The It's calling us higher, y'all. How do we help others? Come on. It's not to say that we will not have bad days and we will not have obstacles that come our way. But God is reminding us this word, y'all. We are not babes or you should not be. The word of God is calling our us higher, our mindset higher. We have to begin to operate and let the word work in us and become a doer. What does that mean? You turn from it. When you get the invitation, come on, what do the words say? Flee evil. No, I'm not going. You already know what that person represents. You know what that group represents. You know when you by yourself what you feel like represent. So I'm going to go and go to the mall and walk, be with a bunch of people. Come on. We are not, we got to grow up and become a doer. We can't just hear, but then expect that Lord to come down and, and lift our hands up and make us live right. No, the Bible says, get rid of it. Get rid of the filth and the evil and humbly accept the word, the word that will save your life so that you can go on and be a blessing and help save somebody else's life as he works through you. This cannot be a year where we over and over the same cycle. Obedience it's better. Come on y'all. So we have to believe this is how it starts. We must get rid of the field, get rid. of And again, I'm not talking about perfectionism. I'm not talking about, but we have to understand certain things we have to do. It's not about, oh, Latrice is a goody two-shoes. She don't do this. And she, I don't do it because I stay in the word. Does that mean that I don't have um, sometimes trials, that that people don't make me mad, that I don't want to say some words? Yes, absolutely. But I have built a different man, not the old man that would cuss you out. But the other man rises. I'm feeding a different man. So come on. If you want to grow something different, you got to water it. You must become a doer. You have to start putting in practice. Mold the man that you want to display. Okay? So as we go on, there is a parable of the seed. And I want to go break this down really quickly And this is how Jesus introduces it. He says, listen, a farmer went out to plant some seeds. As he scattered it across his field, some of the seed fell on a footpath and the birds came and ate it. Other seeds fell on shallow soil and underlying rock. The seed sprouted quickly because the soil was shallow, but the plant soon wilted under the hot sun. And since it didn't have deep roots, it died. Okay. Stay with me. Other seeds fell among thorns that grew up and choked out the tender plants. So they produced no grain. Still other seeds fell on fertile soil and they sprouted, grew and produced a crop that was 30, 60, and even a hundred times as much as had been planted. Then he said, anyone with ears to hear should listen and understand. Now, we know that this is a parable and Jesus talks about this. He spoke in parables. Okay. So he, as we go further down, begins to explain this parable to his disciples because the disciples are like, can you explain this to us? And he's kind of like, you know, like I need y'all to know that that's not what he said, but in so many words. So he begins to explain it. And I want you to hear this because I am saying this year, we must become a doer in the scripture In James, I reminded you, we can't be careless listeners, but to become a doer is to live a sacrifice, a, a sacrificial life of obedience. Okay, he's you we can't say I love God. I love God. Y'all know I love God. Okay, he said to love me is to obey me. Take up your cross and follow me. Get on the cross. Okay. Take it up, get on it, die. Like all of the above is if you love me. So as Jesus explains the parable to his disciples, he gives. Four different things seed on the footpath. What is a footpath? Simply foot put, it's a narrow path for pedestrians, you not for a truck, it's a footpath. So he says the seed that fell on the footpath represents those of you who hear the message. You know, Sunday, I know that's right, only for Satan to come at once and take it away, not tomorrow, at once. Like, you ain't even made it, the person bumped into you in church and you, what the, you about to cuss them out in church. Like, that, but you was that person. We can't do that, y'all. You ain't even made it to the parking lot. He said, Satan came at once with you, okay? That's a problem. He said, that's what, that that's the seed that we don't want to have. Seed on the rocky soil. The seed on the rocky soil represents those who hear the message And immediately receives it with joy. You shout. And I know that's right. He going to do it. But you don't have deep roots. This word ain't deep in you. You ain't meditating. You ain't studying the word every day. You come in. That thing bless you. You believe, Bishop. You believe what the pastor say. But it ain't, you know, it's not deep. Right? You babe. You a babe. So what happens? It don't last long. As soon as problems and persecution come, you gone. You, you, you not believe in God's word, even though he said it, but tomorrow when they say, listen, uh, the, the application not approved you, where's God? Oh my God. He forsaken me because that word is not deep in you. Y'all hear me because I'm talking today to become a doer. You have to evaluate and find yourself. Where are you really? And then begin to say, God, that's not where I want to be. I want to be number four, where I'm getting to. The next one, seed among thorns. The seed that fell among the thorns represents those who hear God's word, but all too quickly the message is crowded out by the worries of this life. The lure of wealth and the desire for other things. So no fruit is produced. Think about that. You believe the word, but then you your worries. Oh my God, how I'm going to pay this? And then what do they taking this job mean? And if I do this, then I do that. And then Oh my God. And then I wanted to get this. So guess what? You going so much in your head, nothing gets done. You just don't do nothing. You stagnated. You're stopped. The enemy in your case is doing the steal. See, the Bible says that we must represent him. He's lurking. He's a roaring lion. He comes to steal, kill and destroy. But I said this, and I want to say it today for those of us that are believers who've given our life to the Lord, we must be focused on the steal he might not be the one that can get you to put a gun in your head and blow your brains out. But what he wants to do is steal from you, rob you of your joy, rob you of your peace of mind, rob you of your hope so you don't move by faith. He is stealing from you. And so he is allowing, but how am I going to do that? And how am I going to do Because you're looking at your efforts. If God has a plan. This has to—the word of God must take root. You must begin to act on what you know. Those that know their God will be strong, and then do exploits, y'all. But what do you know? We love that He has a plan for me, and it's—and it's a future and hope. Well, if you know that, why aren't you looking at this and think that you're not gonna eat? That your seed going to bake bread. I'm not going to be able to make my mortgage. I'm not going to be able to do this. You're looking at your human efforts. But with God, all things are possible. That's what the word says. So you can't, as it tells us in Matthew, can worry and add one hour to your day. So for you, that it can't even take effect because automatically all the things, all the enemy got to do is bombard your mind. You know he's the one with you. You know, what if? Did he really say? You think you can write that? You think you're going to be able to make? You think? You think? So he crowned you and what happens? The word says, no fruit is produced. So he robs you of the promises because he can't take them, but he can make you back away from them. Through doubt, through delays, through deceits, Come on, we have to begin to see the enemy. But here's where we want to go. The fourth says, seed on good soil. And the seed that fell on good soil represents those who hear and accept God's word and produce a harvest of 30, 60, or even 100 times as much as has been planted. How is that happening? Through prayer, through fasting. Come on, y'all, through giving. Come on, we got to do all that the word is saying through obedience. So then we uh, begin to develop the fruit of the spirit. This is, we cannot this year just hear or listen to God's word, but we must do what it says, put it in action. And before I go, I want to really emphasize when I say become a doer, to obey God's word. What does that look like to obey? Well, cause I just, I don't want to assume it's application. Application is simply putting it into practice y'all. So we must put into practice. We have to insert the word of God into every situation of our life. Here's one. What does that look like? I want to give you different examples. Um, I love this scripture. Proverbs three and three amplify. It says, do not let mercy and kindness and truth leave you. That's what the word says. I love this scripture. In my notes, in my um in my journal, I have it get dressed today. That's what I have it titled as, Get Dressed Today. And it says, let mercy, what is mercy? Compassion, forgiveness shown towards someone uh, when they maybe should punished or be or, or deserve harm. It says, do not let kindness, being friendly, generous, considerate, and truth. What is truth? God's word, leave you. This said, literally, let them define you. And bind them securely around your neck. When I put this on, I had to latch it so it don't just come off. So God said, I want you to, to latch on mercy, compassion. I want you to latch on kindness. I know they threw your stuff through your milk. I know your husband acting a plumb fool or your wife acting a plumb fool. He said, come on, I need you to do this, bind these things. So we have to apply that. We take that word. This is what it tells me to do and you're going to be tested. You're going to go to Publix, they're going to throw you milk and you're going to want to you know snatch the lady and you're going to let kindness. You're going to have a, a generous and a considerate response. And y'all please understand this saying, sometimes we get it wrong. But we have to every day Put it into practice. What they say? Practice makes perfect. The more you practice, no, I'm gonna get I'm gonna let the truth of God's word stand. I'm gonna let I understand that they're saying that I can't get approved for a house and da, 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 but I'm believing God. I paid my type. I'm doing the things I know to do. I'm saving. I am going to put this application in for this job, and I'm gonna stand on God's word. I know that this is saying, but with God it's impossible. So I put the application in. I believe God. I step. Out on faith, and I wait with with thanksgiving, knowing that God can bring favor in the midst of something. Y'all, I've seen it happen. I'm trying to show you what it looks like to be a doer. Is Faith is being, is taking this word and applying it to everyday circumstances of your life. And the last one, trust in. I love, this is one of my favorite Proverbs 3, 5 through 6. I love it in about three different versions. But this one says, trust in and rely confidently in the Lord rely depend on them listen with all your heart and do not rely on your own insight and understanding. i know you got a doctorate you got a master's you have 40 years of experience he said i don't care in everything you acknowledge me you know you recognize and you acknowledge me and then what's going to happen? He's going to make your path straight and smooth, removing obstacles that block your way. That's what the words says. Trust in and rely confidently on the Lord with all your heart and do not rely on your own insight or understanding. In all your ways, know, acknowledge, and recognize him and he will make your paths straight and smooth y'all this is what we must do so what does that look like in my house it looks like miles want to play soccer miles want to play this miles want to play that lord you know miles when he was in my womb you already know what you what you've called him to do what do you think i my husband and I are looking at two different things. God, we want to acknowledge you. We don't want to waste our money. We want to be a good steward. I know that somebody's like, oh, is it that deep? Girl, just put them in socket seat. But see, that's, that's part of y'all problem. See, it said in all your ways. It didn't say in the mortgage, in the big things. Do you get a divorce? Should I date him? Some of y'all don't even include them in that. It said in all their ways. And so some of you all have paid for dance and gymnastics for 20 years and 15 years and 18 years. And they got up there and said, oh, I ain't doing that. I ain't never really like it. But all right. And you done... The, the 15 to 25 to 45,000 y'all done put in that half of your life been all these camps and everything else only for the child to say, I don't even want to do that. I actually love basketball or I actually want to be a scientist. So you wasted and you, and then now you mad because you sacrificed half of your life and we needed a car and we needed a house, but we, but see, you didn't acknowledge him. He knows the child better than you. You start with him. God, what is your purpose for miles? Lord, what is your purpose? I want your purpose and your plan, not what my husband and I think we like or we want for them. So we're going to acknowledge you and we're going to pay attention and wait on you. We're going to listen. Is this a yes or a no? Lord, we need a house. We're going to pay attention. We're going to acknowledge you. What are you telling us to do in this season? Lord, I'm going to trust in you. I'm not going to assume that I know that I should be an attorney God what is your plan for me because the Bible said he has a plan he already has it worked out so our best work is to get in the word of God so that the word can be a lamp unto our feet and what he shows us We must be faithful to get up and do it, become a doer of the word. If he say so, so if he say run, run, if he say encourage, do it. And therein lies your blessing on the other side of the obedience. So y'all, I'm going to stop here. I just really, really wanted to encourage you that we must take the time to apply the word of God. Y'all, we have to do that. The word of God must be the governing authority in our life. Y'all, we have to begin to apply the word of God. Um, it was something that I was going to read, but it's okay. We'll cover it the next time. But I just wanted to encourage you. Listen, the word does a lot, but you have to apply it. Everything we need is in the word of God. Here's what the Bible said. God is faithful. He is reliable and ever true to his word. He is not a man that he lie, y'all. Anything that he said, we can bank on it, but we have to be willing to do it. We have to be able to get in his word and know that the word does so many things. It, it urges us, it encourages, it, it alerts us, it guides us, it promises us some things. It shelters us. It, it, the word is, but you, you have to take that, that alert. You have to take that encouragement. You have to take that guide that he's given us and get up and apply it, walk it out. So I want to encourage you today, become a doer of the word. This is what we must do this year. If we do not, y'all. You can fast. You can do all the things. You're going to be in the same spot last year because you must become a doer of the word. I'm going to beat that to death before I log off. You must. The word of God teaches us, directs us, leads us, guides us. I just said it. Inspires. It recommends. It alerts, urges, but you must apply it. It does all those things, but you must apply it. You must take that word and comfort yourself. You must take that word and encourage yourself. You must take that word and obey it and do what it says. Okay? So this year, I just want to encourage you. Recap. Like I said last week, we're going to ask God in every situation, every circumstance, open my eyes. No, I don't react. Open my eyes. So that means, y'all, we got to be alert in the spirit. We got to be alert. The enemy wants you to just move. He wants you to react. Nope. Open my eyes so that I can see, Lord, your provision, your protection, what you're saying in the moment. And then I'm going to become a doer. I'm going to take that that you're showing me. I'm going to settle myself and get in this word. And I'm going to obey. I'm not going to hear you and then sit on my time schedule before I know I'm not going to do that. And then wonder why the favor and the promises of God are not flowing. Because... We must become a doer, okay? So that's what I have for this week. I pray what I said, encourage you, become a doer this year. This is where we are. The year of obedience, the year of divine strategies, everything you need is in the word of God, all right? See y'all next week. Have a blessed week, bye.